Welcome to the Nittany Blues Podcast. By Penn State fans, for Penn State fans. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Vince. Welcome back to the Nittany Blues Podcast. Today we are here to celebrate Penn State's biggest win of all time in the NCAA tournament. A whopping 17-point victory, 76-59 to over the Texas A&M Aggies. It is Penn State's first NCAA tournament win since their Sweet 16 run in 2001. Uh, we have all waited 22 years for this Penn State basketball. We finally did it. We finally got to the dance. We finally won our first game. And the Nittany Lions did it in just completely dominating fashion. Uh, early on, it was a really competitive game. You did see a lot of offensive rebounding from Texas A&M. Uh, Penn State was competing, but just weren't able to bring down uh, you know, the rebounds versus the Aggies. Um, however... Uh, things started to go Penn State's way. And, you know, it started with a guy named Jalen Pickett. You may have heard of him. Um, you know, he was dominating with, uh, you know, we'll call it uh, his booty ball style, as, uh, you know, Brad Underwood likes to call it. And uh, Texas A&M could not guard him. You saw uh, Wade Taylor the fourth, or uh, four, as as they call him on the broadcast. Um he was not able to guard Jalen Pickett and his size was just too much. So he was backing him down and just about any other Texas A&M guard all night long. And, you know, that got him in foul trouble uh, early on. And when he had to go to the bench, the Nittany Lions just absolutely took over the game. Andrew Funk was unconscious tonight. Um, he had a night that we haven't seen from him in quite a while. Uh, just doing incredible things, shooting eight of 10 from behind the arc. Um, you know, not just hitting catch and shoot and setting his feet, but also making some, you know, uh, for almost from the logo three pointers. He was just absolutely on unconscious tonight. He was in that flow state, which, you know, everyone wishes to reach as an elite athlete, like, like Andrew Funk. It was just a really fun game to watch tonight. Um, you know, this was Penn State's best game of the of the year by far, and it could not have come at the best time. Um, everything they did um, was like a work of art tonight. Uh, you know, in, in our Big Ten matchups, um, Jalen Pickett was getting doubled a lot, and you know we had we had difficulty with that at times this year, and that happened tonight, and the team helped them out. Uh, Jalen Pickett was able to find three-point shooters, and he was also able to find our star freshman, Keba Jai, and he was 4-4 from the field uh, and you know had big scoring contributions on the offensive end tonight, 4-4 uh, from the field, um, you know, eight points, three rebounds. Uh, Andrew Funk even brought enough attention, attention to him early in the second half, and Keba Jai was able to get an easy dunk, you know, um, passed by Jalen Pickett. So it was just a you know, really fun game to watch. Really great performance. Uh, you know, Andrew Funk led the way at 27. Pickett 
was there with 19, Lundy with 10, Jai with eight, like just an absolutely uh, great all around team performance. Uh, In the second half, uh, Penn State really did take care of the rebounds. Uh, Texas A&M was really sloppy tonight at times. Uh, You know, they were turning uh, the ball over quite a bit and, you know, kind of beating themselves at times in the first half, even when they were getting offensive rebounds. So, you know, Penn State, you know, was the team who did not make, you know, many mistakes or, you know, if any mistakes tonight, Uh, you know, Texas A&M, they, they beat themselves, uh, you know, and in the NCAA tournament, all the teams are good. So, you know, you cannot afford that luxury of, you know, making mistakes and committing turnovers. Uh, Penn State had a great game taking care of the ball. Um, you know, you saw Cam Winter and, you know, Pickett backing down their smaller guards all night long. And that just led to, you know, scoring opportunities for the Nittany Lions. Their shooters were shooting. Uh, you know, Keba was open on the post. And, you know, I think Buzz Williams really said it best. Um, you know, when you double the other team's star player, the other three guys on the defense, they have to move around and pick up their rotation. And uh, the Aggies really struggle with that. And that really played into Penn State's favor. Uh, thankfully, you know, this was an elite three-point shooting night. They made my communion prediction come true. I thought they were due for a good shooting game and that the rest would help them, um, you know, just from the rigors of the Big Ten tournament. I predicted they would go 40% or better. Um, they sure proved me wrong. They shot 59 percent from the field 13 of 22 um while a&m only shot 29 percent, 10 and 34 um so you know a&m really settled early and that played to you know the advantage of penn state and early on yep they got some bounces they got some rebounds um but you know in the end it didn't matter because penn state cleaned cleaned up the rebounding and they just continued to extend the lead and you just you know, saw the fight was was taken out of the Aggies. Uh, so this was just a, a dominating performance from Penn State. The last two minutes, we got to see the likes of uh, Jameel Brown in the game. Uh, so it was really nice to see him and Dallian Johnson. And I did not think those guys would be stepping on the court tonight. So to see them and, you know, uh, get some NCAA tournament minutes, uh, really awesome to see, you know, guys like get that, get on the floor and, you know, that'll be something they'll be able to take with them, you know, for the rest of their lives, even if, you know, they don't get back to the dance in the next couple of years, you know, that's something that they'll always have. Um, you know, I, for one, hope this is an every year thing. I want to see Penn state winning every year and, you know, let's hope uh, coach Ruse and, and company, you know, can keep this train rolling. And this is, you know, this March has just been an absolute, absolute roller coaster with all the close games, but you know, this one was just so fun and so enjoyable, you know, because Penn state did win in such dominating fashion. Uh, one thing that did surprise me tonight, uh, Wade Taylor, the fourth, I was surprised that, um, you know, we were able to do such a good job on him tonight. Um, from the field, you know, he was only two fifteen from the field, one of 10 from three. So, you know, Jalen Pickett and, and company, they did a great job guarding him and, and shutting him down. Um, and, and, and we really did a nice job of uh, taking their forward marble out of the game, you know, early on. He was a guy that was dominating really early. He has a really nice, uh, you know, right-handed jump hook and he was knocking that down early, you know, however, Penn state was the team who, who made the adjustments. And we've talked about how that's something they've struggled with at times, but 
They made the adjustments tonight, and that's why they're walking away with a huge win. Um, it's always nice when the team can, you know, not have to overexert themselves in something like a wired wired game or going into overtime. So, you know, definitely, uh, you know, uh, tough tough game. And you know, I think it kind of goes to show that you know ten might be Penn State's lucky number, the the ten seed, and you know, hopefully, you know, they can keep this thing rolling and. It's uh, it's gonna get tougher. Uh, but before we get on to our matchup against the number two seed Texas, we do have to do player awards. My finale fighter has to go to Andrew Funk. How can you you pick anyone else? He was you know eight eleven from the field, eight of ten for three. His best game of the season, and it and it could not come at a better time. Um, you know after seeing him go zero for five from the Purdue and in the Purdue game and not, and not really being a factor in that. It was awesome to see him just, you know, come back and, you know, have a star performance kind of like we saw in November, December when, you know, teams didn't really know how to guard him or, you know, how many shots he was going to knock down. And, you know, he sure looked like he was playing a mid-major team tonight with how good he was. Uh, absolutely incredible. Definitely gave me uh Jimmer Fredette or JJ Reddick vibes. He was absolutely uh, knocking down everything. Uh, and moving on to the bird brawler, I think your bird brawler has to go to Jalen Pickett. Um, he really led the way tonight. Um, you know, uh, you know, with the, you know, the booty ball offense, I, I guess we'll call it. Uh, he was backing down guards, 19 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, just Jalen Pickett, June Jalen Pickett things dominating uh, from the field and no turnovers tonight, which is, you know, really big. Because uh, Penn State has struggled with that at times this year. Uh, they only had five turnovers tonight to the Aggies 10. And that led to a lot of points off turnovers, which is another big statistic where Penn State really hasn't done much this year. So to see them, you know, not only benefit from not committing t- many turnovers themselves, but having the other team uh, commit a lot of turnovers and us getting points off of that, that was a big, you know, contributing factor to the Nittany Lions success. And then for our Mahoney Mahler, you got to give it to uh, Mr. Perfect tonight. Four or four from the field, uh, eight points. That was Cabbage Eye. Uh, I thought he did a really nice job hustling for rebounds. Uh, you know, he drew a couple fouls on some of their players early, uh, including you know, uh, you know, four, our friend four. So you know that got him in foul trouble, and you know that, that sent him to the bench, and really that that changed the momentum of the game, and you know. When the opportunities were there, he's not the focal point of the offense, but, you know, he put the ball in the bucket, you know, four or four from the field. He did his job, you know, to perfection. So really big game for Kebija. I'm really happy with his performance. Uh, Miles Dredd, another great game. Uh, you know, he facilitated a lot, had a couple assists, uh, two, two from three. So really nice to see him being efficient and, you know, having a good three point percentage. And Evan Mahaffey, another really good performance. He just harasses the other team on defense. Uh, he's a he's a guy that needs to be in there more. I really like him in there, especially when the team does have a lead. Just but because he, with his length and athleticism, he just bothers whoever he's guarding on the other team and can get some turnovers, drew drew a couple fouls, and you know can also finish at the rim. So definitely want to see some more Evan Mahaffey going forward into this NCAA tournament. Yeah, so that was uh, 
really big, really happy to see uh, Penn State's uh, first NCAA tournament since I would have been uh, just under eight years old. So, you know, this was an absolutely huge win. Uh, first time, you know, me being alive and watching Penn State win a NCAA game in the tournament. So this was a, a really special night. And I, I hope uh, Nittany Lion fans don't lose track of that. Um, but hey, we're not done yet. And we got a test in, in Texas coming up. And with Texas, um, this is going to be an absolute battle tonight. Uh, so Texas played Colgate, who was the number one three-point shooting team in all of college basketball on the season. They averaged 40.8% from the field. However, the Longhorns absolutely locked them down tonight. Uh, they held them to 20%. Uh, from the field from three. So they cut their percentage in half. So Penn State is going to have their hands full around the perimeter. Uh, you know, Texas does have a really tough defense. That is something that they're going to have to work around. Uh, looking at some of the players on the roster, some of their guards are smaller in that, you know, six foot to six two range. So I do think that, you know, this is a game where Jalen Pickett can kind of take over and take advantage of other defenders in the post or draw double teams to try to uh, get the ball to some knockdown shooters for three. So I think those are areas, you know, that's the biggest area of the game where Penn State does need to take advantage. Texas is a really deep team. They have uh, nine players that they typically rotate through that get at least 10 minutes a game. So, you know, this is a really solid squad. They get scoring from everywhere from, you know, Marcus Hunter to um, Jabari Rice. Uh, to Cunningham and Bishop, lots of different guys. Timmy Allen, uh, Disu, the forward. So they have a lot of different ways in which they can beat you. So this is going to be a, a complete team effort on defense. Uh, one area uh, that I think Penn State can improve from their matchup against, um, you know, their in-state rival Texas A&M is is the rebounds. And uh, this Longhorn squad isn't super big. I don't think size should be an issue. Uh, the largest player on the roster is six nine, and they they got a couple guys that are around six seven, six eight. But they also have guys that are you know six feet, uh, six two. So they have a few guys around you know that size. So I think that's an area where you know our guards can really take advantage on the offensive end, and that can you know get the offense running. So uh, Penn State will need to do that. Uh, this Texas team was prone to turnovers on their first game against Colgate. They actually had more turnovers than Colgate. They committed 13 to Colgate's 10. So I do think that, you know, this is a guy, this is a game where a guy like Evan Mahaffey can make a huge impact. And if Penn State can build a lead early and get Evan Mahaffey some good minutes, I think he has a really good opportunity to force uh, you know, the Longhorns into some turnovers. And, you know, hopefully that will enable Penn State to make a lead. Uh you know, the Longhorns are going to be really good on perimeter defense. So I do not think that we will have as many shooting opportunities as we did in our matchup today. However, when Penn State does get a guy like Andrew Funk, Miles Dredd, or Seth Lundy open, uh, they got to knock it down. Uh, bottom line, that's the only way they're going to win this game is if they are really efficient and knocking down the shots when they're available because that is, uh, you know, guaranteed what the uh the Longhorns are going to try to take away. Uh I saw, 
you know, their coach over there scheming, uh, you know, uh, he was definitely doing some scouting uh, to prepare for the matchup against Penn State. And I guarantee you uh, he was writing down, watch out for Jalen Pickett back and down guards. Don't let Andrew Funk shoot three. So um, he almost reminds me of uh, a Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Bad with, with the glasses. He kind of reminds me of that character a little bit. And, you know, that guy was, you know, really intelligent, very thoughtful. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure their coach is going to be planning and scheming, uh, you know, even better than the, you know, the TV character. And, you know, Coach Shrewsbury has to be our Walter White and he has to, uh, you know, do some chemistry in the lab and he's going to have to figure out a game plan to, uh, you know, get our guys favorable matchups. That way we can move on to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2001 and maybe even make a final four run for the first time since 1954. So uh, I know, you know, members of my family who have been Penn state fans for a long time, they would love to see Penn state reach the final four in basketball and uh, compete for an NCAA championship. And when Penn state is on like they were tonight, if they can play a complete 40 minutes and not have a long scoring drought, like they have in some of their other games, uh, this Penn State team can be dangerous. This is a team where when they're on, they can be any team on any given night. So I'm actually, uh, I, I picked Texas to win in my bracket uh, when I was doing you know, my bracket a few days ago. Uh, however, yeah, after seeing Penn State play tonight, the vibe just just feels like it changes. And it feels like we can be anyone on any given night. Uh, however, I do think it's going to be, you know, a brutal battle uh, that's going to go down the wire. It's going to be a really uh, close game, but uh, I'm looking for Shrewsbury to, uh, you know, get some chemistry going and formulate a plan for success. And he's going to pass it off to his uh, Jesse Pinkman or Jalen Pickett. And he's going to carry out the plan to, uh, you know, surgical precision. So I'm really hoping that uh, you know, he can lead the way and lead the Nittany Lions to their first Sweet 16 appearance since 2001. Uh, that would absolutely make my weekend. And another area where Penn State needs to be good is the free throw line. Uh, against Indiana, Purdue tonight, uh, they were high 80s, and that's where they need to be. They can't afford to be missing free throws when the game is so close. So they can't have an in Illinois or a Northwestern where they're around that 60% mark. Uh, they don't get to the line enough as it is, but, but when they do, they need to take advantage and knock them down. And uh, I know we don't credit the officiating a lot on this podcast, but I thought the officials did a really nice job today. Uh, when Pickett was getting grabbed, they did a really nice job there. When the other team was committing offensive fouls, they did a really good job catching them there and, you know, catching things like moving screens and, and getting the charge calls right. So really good job by the officiating staff in the tournament. Um, so moving on to communion predictions, I think this is going to be a game where we rely heavily on Jalen Pickett. Uh, I, I think this is a game where, you know, Texas's perimeter defense and, you know, their players with their length and wingspan are going to give Penn State some fits. And, you know, I do not think we're going to get that 59% shooting uh, that we enjoyed tonight. But I do think Jalen Pickett is going to have a good scoring day. I predict he's going to have at least 25 points. I would not be surprised if it's 30. And uh, I think you will see Penn State 
win this basketball game, not a regulation, but an overtime. And I'm going to say 80 to 76. Your Nittany Lions are going to be back in the Sweet 16. And you know why? It's been last time we were there was 2001. It's 2023 this year. 22 year difference. Number 22, Jalen Pickett. And, uh, yeah, he's going to have a big game. I'm going to say at least 22 points and, uh, you know, some other big things from players around the team. Thank you guys for tuning into this really special podcast. This was a really special day in Penn State Athletics. If you'd like to support the pod, please tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review so other Nittany Lion fans like you can find us. Interested in new episodes? You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other streaming platforms to be notified. Thank you for listening, and we want to remind you that we are the Nittany Blues Podcast. See you next time.